Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 63 of the Oak Geek Podcast. I'm Michael Cross. I'm Nikki Robinson. And joining us are Ken Edwards and Sandy Leachy, who are taking part of the cosplay prom in Mustang this next Saturday. And welcome both of you to the show. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. It's yeah. really happy to be here. So tell us about this prom, uh, this cosplay prom. What's going to be going on? Well, um, it's basically going to be a fandom rendition of your high school prom, if you liked it. But hopefully it's going to be a much better experience <laughs> than your high school prom. Uh, we're going to have dinner for those who reserved. We're going to be having dancing and food and pictures and just all sorts of fun stuff. So what came up with the idea of having a cosplay prom? Well... One of the big things behind the cosplay prom is, if you recall your high school prom, if you happen to go, if you were a nerd, you pretty much felt kind of left out. Mm -hmm. With the cosplay prom, we're basically bringing everyone who's basically a nerd in one place to celebrate their prom. Basically, you're having the same type of prom, just with like-minded individuals who enjoy the same things you do. Or like people like me, I was homeschooled and I didn't get to have a right. prom because it would have just been me on the dance floor all by myself. I guess I, guess I cosplayed like Ducky from Pretty Things, <laughs> but that's just because that was actually the time period. So, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's allowed people to dress up and people who are into the nerd culture who might not have had the kind of experience that most people would have the normals have in their in their proms and you actually see this a lot at like conventions and stuff they'll have formals and, and right. dances and stuff and so this is a really unique opportunity i think to have that without having the pressures of having to cosplay and you know run around and be exhausted because usually formals are at the end of the night right. and <laughs> you're pretty much exhausted by the time that the time for that event does does occur around. and then everyone's like, I'm, my feet hurt. Like, I, don't, I don't feel like dressing in the formal now. It's like, let's yeah. just skip it. Especially Except for Tuxedo, the guy who dressed up as Tuxedo Mask. He's, he's, he's always ready for prom. He was ready to go by the time the day started. <laughs> right. That was part of it, too. We wanted to elaborate on these charity, usually they're charity balls mm -hmm. that are the formal events at, at conventions. And we wanted to elaborate on that and have people have more that they could enjoy. Mm -hmm. And... I mean, part of it was we wanted to bring a little bit of class to the cosplay community and actually give them a solitude opportunity to break out these really nice prom dresses and these really nice costumes that they otherwise wouldn't really get a chance to wear to an event that would be suited to it. That's a fantastic. Well, yeah, you go to a, a like a con and the last thing you want to wear is your nicest outfit because it you're you're running first off, you're running around in it all the way until the cosplay contest. It's just, it's not easy to do. And people like to step on your skirt all the oh, time. <laughs> I feel bad for every prince, Princess Peach cosplayer that has like the floor length dress because yeah. you know that dress isn't going to last till the end of the night. <laughs> Anytime be, you have anything that sweeps the floor, people mm -hmm. step on it all yeah. the time. It'll be ruined before we even reach the midway point. Especially yeah. if it's white. Yeah, and you guys are part of a uh, a larger group. The cosplay there's a cosplay prom, and then that's part of a larger group, correct? Cosplay celebration. Cosplay celebration that was started by you. That's correct. All right. So, can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, the cosplay celebration. You have to understand. I came from the Houston community, where the cosplay community there is flourishing. It's noticeable. People know it exists. When I moved here to Oklahoma, it the cosplay community here was pretty. How do I put this? Quaint. Yeah. There we go. That's a great way to put Closeted. it. Closeted. And so 
don't get me wrong, in Tulsa, it's starting to flourish there it with, really is. To, with Tokyo and Tulsa. But when I came here, I wanted to bring a little bit of the culture I was familiar with mm-hmm. here to Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. And it started with the Tulsa Cosplay Celebration, which was in Tulsa. It was a completely free event. We had live entertainment. We had vendors for all things nerdy. We had a pretty good turnout. That was in 2014, and we took a year hiatus after that to basically redevelop the group, redevelop what our purpose was. We approached things a bit differently. Mm -hmm. And so we removed Tulsa from it and just became the Cosplay Celebration. And instead of just doing one large event, like you see most companies try to do, most uh, event companies based around fandoms Mm -hmm. try to do, we wanted to do more mid, small to mid-sized events instead of just focusing on one larger event. In other words, give the community more instead of just a convention. There's enough conventions. Let's do more than just the convention. I can agree with that. I've been to several conventions recently where that's what they try to do. They try to make one large convention for everyone to come, and it doesn't always turn out like they expect it to. And so if it it does make it more of a community event where it's more of a personal level when you have these smaller gatherings or right. mid-sized gatherings. That way you can make friends, and then you'll see them again because there's going to be another event in exactly. four or five months, you know? Yeah, and it allows you to be able to communicate with your community. It really allows for more personal involvement exactly. with the community. Yes, exactly, yeah. Why did you guys decide to do cosplay? Why is that? Why is that important to you? Well, he actually doesn't cosplay. Um, <laughs> That's he is, funny. He's never cosplayed. I've tried so hard to get him into it, Dude, but he I just. Got in, I got into it when I went to my first convention. I fell in love with the operations aspect of things, right? Opposed to the cosplay uh, aspect of things. And don't get me wrong, I enjoy it. But cosplay is an expensive hobby, and at the time, I didn't really have mm-hmm. the best job. <laughs> And so I began volunteering, and then I began directing, and now I own my own events company. And I understand that because I'm also not much into cosplay as far as doing it for myself. I totally love it. I love the idea of it. I love the people who do it. So you understand. Yeah, but I myself, I just wouldn't, I just, because the best I can do is dress up for Ren Faire. I mean, that's pretty much as far <laughs> as I go. Um, Steampunk, you familiar yeah. with Yeah, oh yeah, I, and I love it. I love it, but His I His son actually had a great do. idea for yeah. a Steampunk my cosplay. Son, oh, we were at a convention. My son says, I want to cosplay as a, a Steampunk Link from Legend of Zelda. And I just thought, my son, my boy. <laughs> like you, you really are my child. <laughs> I, I personally am probably, I'm, I'm the one person that's cosplayed. And um, I mean, we have other cosplayers in the yeah. group, of course, but I, I, I'm the cosplayer for us yeah. here yeah. at the moment. Yeah. And um, I've been cosplaying for, it's going uh, six years. I can't believe that, but I've been into it a lot longer than that. But mm-hmm. I started cosplaying whenever I first got into high school. And for me, it kind of started out as, um, I ever since I was little, I just love dressing up yeah. and I love um, I do civil war reenactments and all sorts of stuff like I just love dressing up. But now that I've like gotten more involved in the community and gotten into I judge cosplay contests, I compete, I do all sorts of stuff. To me, it's it's the building of the costume that I enjoy the most. See, that's what I enjoyed about cosplaying the most is the craft that goes yeah. into it. And you that's one so of much. the things that I think a lot of cosplays judges not saying anyone I haven't experienced this myself don't take into consideration is the craft that goes into it like is it did you make it yourself or did you buy it 
Well, I, think, I mean, it really depends on the convention and yeah, who you yeah. work with. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of smaller, like, uh, mini cons and stuff like that don't get the opportunity to actually get uh, big name cosplayers to judge their cosplay contests. Mm -hmm. And they don't usually get um, a prejudging because a prejudging is the opportunity for the judges to actually be able to look at your costumes and be able to decide, you know, how did you do this? And to me, someone might have this super elaborate, awesome cosplay, but this individual who actually embroidered this on mm -hmm. there and painted this on there and did metal work and did all of this sewing and crafting and did all of their foam armor and stuff like that. They have more techniques mm -hmm. in their costume than this one person that did EVA foam armor. Yeah. And right. so to me, that person is the person who should win unless their work is extremely sloppy, of course. Yeah. But like if it's a good job, they have all of these techniques on this one costume while this person only has one technique. You're yeah. preaching to my soul, well, sister. And we, did, we got to prejudge when we did uh, Super BitCon. Mm -hmm. And I really enjoyed that because it gave us a chance to talk to each one of of the, the contestants, they would come mm -hmm. up, they'd have a picture of the character that they were portraying. So it gave me a chance to really compare, but mm -hmm. also ask them about now, what went into this? What what did you do to create it? So yeah, I thought that was important. You, looking like the character is one thing, but also how how hard did you work to put this thing together? Exactly. And also I, the subtle details that yeah. it just amazes me that cosplayers put into it. Because there was this one, you might remember it, uh, cosplayers from uh, that one video game. Oh, it's escaping. What's it about? Uh, it's that one, it's, it's the indie game. There, God, there, I cannot there, remember there. it. <laughs> It's like I would have been able to say it anyways. Yeah. She had uh, a gold inlay underneath her, her, the flap of her dress that you wouldn't even see. Yeah. But then I was like, did you guys notice that she even did the lining and everything? Like you don't even notice this unless you knew the character and mm -hmm. then knew that there was lining under it. And she had done that. She could have totally skipped that step. They saved herself, you know, an hour and a mm -hmm. half or more. Probably and more. <laughs> Probably thing, more. Though, when it comes to cosplayers, you'll find a lot of them who are very particular when it mm -hmm. comes to designing their outfits. They will magnify at times a thousand mm -hmm. just to get the most yeah. On smallest point. of details. I, I've started, I started making my own costumes about two years ago beforehand I actually bought, but I've been making my own props since I started. Mm -hmm. And whenever I make my props, I actually do all of the measurements and I do drawings to scale of what I'm gonna be doing and take apart the pieces if I'm gonna be making it in pieces and everything. That way I can make sure that everything is accurate measurements and I have something I can refer back to whenever I'm making them. Mm -hmm. Like, we're fr I'm pretty intense about my prop making. <laughs> he can tell you, like, I, I get pretty intense about it. And most cosplayers do because mm -hmm. you have to, I mean, it's gotta be accurate. And yeah. depending on what material you're working with, you never know what's gonna happen. And it's so hard to be accurate because, you know, so majority of the time you are, trying to create a three-dimensional creation out of something that's two-dimensional. Physics-defying yeah. creation. Uh, <laughs> if, if it's anime or if it's uh, uh, gaming, you're, you're talking about something that is easy, much easier to draw than physically create. Yes. Sometimes you just, you just have to ignore the laws of physics. Just toss <laughs> that yeah. to the side. Yeah, so, and that's, that's the biggest thing. Like, if you want to be a cosplayer and you're a perfectionist, much like myself, you sometimes have to realize that physics unfortunately is a property that we usually can't get rid of and we, you know gravity and all that jazz so you usually just kind of have to do the best you can and realize there's nothing you can physically do to make this as perfect as it would be 
in the video game. Right. I mean, people get really close. That's for sure. It, I've it, seen amazing work. But sometimes you just have to sit down and be like, you know, my skill set isn't to this yet. So you know what? Maybe whenever I get better, I'll come back and fix it. And I've done that to a I'm, I'm in this whole process of just revamping my costumes now that my skill set has gotten way larger than it ever was before mm -hmm. because of how much work I've been doing. And so instead of making new costumes, I'm going back and I'm remaking my old ones. That way I can actually, you know, make them more perfect in my eyes. But have, have you ever gone back to old costumes and you're you're just like, oh my God. <laughs> I've done that with so many of my old ones. Because I, I have every costume I've ever made and mm -hmm. I, I was pretty active for a while and I made all my friends' costumes and everything. And I'm like, can I have that back, please? Then yeah. don't, don't show that to anybody ever. They're like, no, you did a good job. I'm like, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Let me redo that. For sure. So uh, Sandy, what's your favorite cos cosplay? Um, well, my favorite one is probably um, my Kyoko Sakura cosplay. And part of that is just because she's my favorite character. She is a pain to wear. Um, she has a long ponytail wig that gives me a migraine every single time I wear her, and the contacts hurt and the shoes hurt and the spears heavy, but she's, she's my favorite character. And I've spent almost $300 on her costume and I continually revamp it. Like I just bought a brand new wig for her and I restyled it and I'm working on completely remaking her spear out of polyplastics. And like, she's my favorite just because I really enjoy being her because She's also my favorite anime character. I've never connected mm. with an anime character more than I've ever connected with her. And I love her also because she's always eating. <laughs> so I always have food on me whenever I'm her. I always have Pocky and lychee candy and all sorts of stuff because it's, it's true to character and it's also just fun. And people love it. Like I've, I've usually whenever someone comes up to me when I'm in my Kyoko cosplay, they always comment about how impressed they are that I always have Pocky or I always have apples or I'm always eating. And like mm -hmm. people love that I'm embodying that. Mm -hmm. And so that's part of the reason why she's my favorite. That's awesome. What's your favorite medium uh, of material to work with? Um, I recently, my new favorite is polyplastics. Um, it's actually another, it's also known as Instamorph. Okay. You yeah. guys have heard yes. of Instamorph. Yes. Polyplastics, um, is basically just a different brand of that. I like it better than Instamorph because I feel like it it just molds better, in my mm -hmm. opinion. Um, but it's there. There's these plastic pellets that are really small, and you put them in boiling water, and they bind together, and they become this clear putty substance. And you can literally mold it into anything you want. It becomes then, hard as plastic. Yes, and then whenever it, it is, it is plastic. Right. So whenever you're done, it's these solid plastic items that you create. Oh, that's and right. there's, wow. there's absolutely no scraps with it. For right now, when I'm working on Kyoko's Sphere, um, I'm actually use, rolling it into sheets mm -hmm. and using, using an X-Acto knife to carve out the pieces that I need. Oh, and wow. then those sheets of, the, of my excess stuff that wasn't carved out, I can just put right back in the water and mold it again. That's so. fantastic because that's something that you run into a lot with like uh, your a lot of your thermal plastics of like Wonderflex and all that type of stuff is like your excess you have to like kind of like heat up and then kind of <laughs> together and then roll it out and hope it and then you what's the is it Wonderflex that has the the netting there's one that has a netting to it and then it's like almost impossible to use the scraps I know yeah I mean Warbler is probably the most other the other most popular. Um, thermoplastic and warbler is reusable but like you said you do kind of have to be careful about um 
reusing your scraps because you it is all reusable but you mm -hmm. do have to you like mold it together and warbler is actually really difficult to work with in some senses it's yeah. harder to carve it's harder to do this and do that and it used to be the most common item to work with well tandy leather yeah, but it was came but out. we didn't we didn't have any other materials know, to right. work with back in the day right. now we have all of this new uh thermoplastic like she said was saying yeah. teroflex there's um now there's um tira yeah is yeah, that what it I is? I think that's what it is. Uh, terp something like that. I know artist sells it now. And like that's another thermoplastic that's really popular. And now like we have black warbler and we have clear warbler. We have all of this different kind of thermoplastics. And then now we have Instamorph. And I'm surprised Instamorph isn't more popular in the community. I'm definitely checking it out. It's, discovered it's a thousand times easier than warbler. And you can make the same stuff out of it. Now, do you have like if you were to... Say you're make, made a mold of something and you mm -hmm. need to like etch designs in it. Could you do it like while it's warm and then like etch mm -hmm. designs? And wow. I mean, and you can do that. And what I like to do is um, depending on what I'm making, I actually led a workshop on Instamorph at Lexicon 2016 in August. And I was making Pokeballs because of Pokemon Go. Sure. And it was kind of for little kids. And um, my headphones are like, okay, there we go. Uh, sorry. And <laughs> so... Uh, and I was, you know, rolling them into balls and stuff. And then I would just stick them in the freezer so that way they would get cold faster. Mm -hmm. And whenever you want to do designs and stuff like that, you do have to be careful because, like, they, it will melt in your hand mm -hmm. if, depending on what you're doing. But if you stick it in the refrigerator for a little bit and let it get mostly hard and handle it carefully, you can carve into it and do everything. Oh, wow. Just know, however, <laughs> when you're working with it, it's going to be hot. Oh, you're going to oh, use yeah. it. Oh, yeah. my gosh. I had all of these. I, I warned them like 14 times before that workshop started. I'm like, this stuff is hot. It's coming out of boiling water. Right. It has air pockets in it. Like, it's going to be hot. And then I would hand it to people. And they're like, oh, this is hot. And I'm like, really? <laughs> but who hasn't burned themselves on the hot glue? Come on. I mean. We, oh. We've all done this. <laughs> I, don't even, kind of I don't even feel it anymore. <laughs> Like hot, it's like wait, hot glue's on my hand. Oh, I didn't even notice. I didn't. <laughs> Just scarred, burn marks, and I got I've, it in the warts. All I've right. gotten so used to it. Like whenever I need to spread it out, I just use my fingers and just spread it out. Wow, it's kind of like just whatever now. <laughs> That's amazing. Right, so, I probably don't have fingertips anymore. So, uh, what other events are you guys having? Uh, we have the Fan Haven Marketplace. We have the Cosplay Prom. And we're currently planning as well other events for the future that we haven't quite disclosed just uh, yet. We'll have kind to have you back then whenever you yeah. decide to disclose where can, those. Where can people find this kind of information? Uh, CosplayCelebration.org. Oh, you guys have a, a website? We that's, do. That's awesome. So official. And I mean, you <laughs> we, can always. We just got a website. Yeah. You can always check out our Facebook page too, which mm -hmm. is um, facebook.com slash cosplaycelebration. And uh, do you want to, we can talk about the Fan Haven Marketplace a little bit. Since oh, it's we'd our love to. Please, yeah. go for it. No, you go ahead. Well, the Fan Haven Marketplace, the best way to put it is, are you familiar with the farmer's market? Of course. Yes. Now, imagine the farmer's market, but for all things nerdy. <gasps> I love this I, idea. Oh, you, you have you the had me at all things nerdy. Exactly. <laughs> and there you have the Fan Haven Marketplace. And you can do trading and bartering. Like, and That's exactly what we're trying to do. Oh, I love to. that idea. Oh, I'm in love with I this. I have so Is much this? manga that I don't read anymore. But, <laughs> <laughs> but we're trying to build it up even more than just being a farmer's market. We want to do things like workshops. So it's also a place mm -hmm. where people could go to learn, Lovely. for instance, to work with different materials or how to build certain costumes and a multitude of things. Do you we have, have a location or that, venue yet? It's still at the Mustang Community okay. Center. Okay. Yep. All right. We we had our first one in September. Oh. It was September third. 
September 3rd. September we'll 3rd. definitely have to get the word out on that. This that's one's actually awesome. every three to four months. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. The next that's one, awesome. yeah, the next one we're planning on doing in February. We haven't been able to lock in the dates just yet because of cert- because cosplay prom. I'm going to be honest. We've been really busy. <laughs> oh, yeah. and, um, but we're planning on it to be in early February, and we're hoping to make it Valentine-themed. Oh, that okay. kind of. Nice. Kind of promoted. Get all those shoujo manga out there. (laughs) We're we're hoping to promote it as a place where people can go, you know, buy their nerdy gifts for their girlfriend or boyfriend Mm -hmm. that they wouldn't really be able to get anywhere else except for online, you know? So we really want to make each one cater towards the time of the year. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love it. I love that. Do you really want to try and do this just more on a quarterly basis or would you rather see it on a more regular, almost monthly basis? Initially, when I had came up with the original idea, the original concept behind the Fan Haven Marketplace, it was supposed to be every month. Mm-hmm. But I can't promise to. Well, not now, but hopefully in the I future. Mean, the idea that maybe it would be right. the biggest. Big enough. Yeah, the biggest part of that though is the fact that there's a lot of major conventions that are going on, and that's mm-hmm. part of the reason why we're doing doing it quarterly. That way, we don't hit those months that have major conventions because a lot of the vendors and stuff that we have at these events are going to those major conventions. Right. And we don't want to have them pick between going to Acon or going to the marketplace. And that's a big thing right there are the vendors. Because mm-hmm. with the vendors, we keep the prices for them pretty low. That way we can ensure that they turn a profit. We want to make sure they can turn a profit. And by having them come every month. Yeah. Oh, good good thinking. That's true, Ken. I hadn't thought about that. And you, plus, you, 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 yeah. you actually, if people, you want people to, Oh, there goes the cell phone. Party foul. Yeah, that was my mom. That <laughs> no, was my mom. Oh, well, yeah. <laughs> okay, then, if it's then mom, it's then it's allowed. Yeah. Moms are always allowed. You should have answered it and been like, sorry, mom, I'm on the radio. I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Say hi. Um, but, and also, like, yeah, that artists. Yeah, makes sense, though, because you don't mm-hmm. want to spoil the, the spoil and, it. artists. And artists are making their own items. Mm-hmm. So, like, if you're doing it every month, they won't really have enough time to be able to restock. I have a so. question. Okay. Can you bring your own items? Like if you wanted to trade and stuff, like bring a backpack? We're actually working on having people who do have items that they would like to sell or trade. Mm-hmm. That is an aspect I would like to implement in the future. Mm-hmm. At the first one, however, we didn't have that. Uh-huh. But in the future, we most likely will. Because I, be I was good, thinking yeah. that idea would be called the collector's room, basically. <gasps> yeah. People who have like things that. who would like to get rid of or trade. It will either be the collector's room or the trade room. I have a Whatever ton of comics I want to trade. <laughs> you would trade for different comics. Yeah. But we just need to plan that out a bit more because that's yeah. still a concept right now. Because yeah, that's what we, uh, I work with Super BitCon, uh, the video yeah. game convention. Mm-hmm. Right. And uh, uh, they allow one backpack first if they want to trade with vendor, video games with vendors and stuff, they could do right. that. So we might talk afterwards. Yeah. Sounds good. So you've got the cosplay prom. What can people expect when they go? You, I'll let uh, you take over this I'm one. hoping I'm hoping they expect elegance in my mm-hmm. like that's that's kind of what I'm going for I'm going for a very elegant theme because we didn't pick a theme this year but that's something we're working on we're hoping to make them themed in the future mm-hmm. each prom after this will, will not be called a prom oh okay it's it going to be, be named after the theme that we right. choose. For instance, give the example of the one that you came up with. Oh, doing a Beauty and the Beast theme? <gasps> yeah. it's like that's my favorite one of like, That's my favorite, too. <laughs> yeah. It's like each one will be themes. For instance, it will be like the Cosplay Celebration presents Beauty and the Beast, a formal... Cosplay event, yeah. Exactly. Right. Or... And- but that one, I, I'm sorry for anyone who got really excited about that idea. That one's not happening yet because we found the perfect venue that almost looks exactly like the ballroom. We don't ex- disclose venues, though. We, so. we can't tell you where yet, but it's very expensive, and we have to work our way up. Yeah. But 
I was hoping that that might be a theme one year. And All right. This goes on to the Mustang Community Center. Yeah, Mustang Community Center, uh, the banquet room A and B is where we're having it this year. Um, it's going to start at um, 7.30 for regular attendees, and those who have dinner will come in at 6.30. And um, those who have reserved tickets, they get, um, I guess I might as well say it, um, yeah. each person that uh, ordered a reserved dinner ticket gets a special wine glass that has, I saw their, the pictures. Yeah, that has their names painted on them. Um, is there still tickets for that? Um, our dinner tickets are currently closed okay. because uh, we have to order catering, which we've already done. Mm-hmm. So um, because we had to order catering, we did have to close those early. Uh, right now, tickets are not on sale online, but you can buy them at the door. Okay. So you can, uh, regular admission, as I said, starts at 7.30, and it's going to be $35 a person at okay. the door. And they're welcome to just show on up and pay and go have a good time. Yeah, but if you two would like to go, just message us directly, Will. <laughs> <laughs> I, will I am going to be there. Yeah, you, you mentioned future proms. Are you planning on doing once a year or just like your marketplace, maybe doing it more on a quarterly basis? Um, this one will be once a year. Yeah, once it's, a year. Okay. it's a very expensive event to put on because of the volume that we're trying to do. It. You know, we're trying mm-hmm. to have a really nice dinner and we're trying to have really nice snacks and stuff like that. And so having it as a once a year event, we're really hoping that it will also give people time to create elaborate costumes. And eventually we're hoping maybe we could do like a best dressed contest or oh, something at, at the prom. Or a king and queen. King and queen, I think yeah. that would be, yeah. We were, <laughs> we were actually going to implement the king and queen aspect to it. And I think you could actually make it with the theme, like you could make a Beauty and Beast. Right. Yeah. And give them a spotlight of, yeah. dance at the Aww. end. Yeah. That would be so cute. With the music I'm and guessing. all. Oh, that would be wonderful. And single, by the way. Oh, Uh, that's right. Yes, Nikki. (laughs) By the way, I'll make sure. I'll make sure to post that Nikki is single. We were BT Dubs. We were were planning on having uh, King and Queen this year, but um, we actually didn't get any um, applications. Um, oh. for whenever we were trying to do it. So since it, it's so close, we decided to just kind of nix that part of the prom for this year. Unless we just did like a drop X at the event. Half yeah, like, but, but no, like people aren't no. even going to be able to vote. Yeah, that's like they're not going to yeah. know who the person, because like our original idea is we had an application where all they had to do was just tell us a little bit about themselves, why they wanted to be king and queen, submit a picture of themselves, and then we were going to post them on Facebook and stuff like that so that people could see the people that are running and then mm-hmm. they could vote on site and we were also going to allow the people that were um you know applicating to be king and queen to promote themselves on our event page and stuff like that but we we didn't get a big response out of it and we're thinking part of it is just the fact that it is a first we didn't really push it enough and it is a first year event yes yeah and i hope that is something people keep in mind um it is a first year event we don't have all the money in the world to be able to make frosted wine glasses yeah. stuff like that but we are we are working our best to make sure that everyone has a grand time but you've already got some people doing the pre the, the dinner yeah we so we actually that's have actually what we sold 25 yeah we have 25 people oh my gosh oh, wow. that's um, fantastic yeah 25 people that bought a dinner ticket so we were really we were really shocked about that honestly because it's actually a very expensive ticket because catering is not cheap yeah. <laughs> and um and and that was the biggest part like our we didn't make any profit off of our catering stuff like we we charged people at price and then you know just added a little bit for admission mm-hmm. and but catering is not cheap we found that out the hard way yeah. <laughs> and like we were really shocked that so many people were willing to pay that much to go to our event 
You're, you're right. I think the cosplay co community is still very closeted, and and it then and they need an hopefully outlet. Hopefully, things like this will get them out of the closet and and actually out. Yeah, well, showing off their stuff. Let's let cosplay celebration be the one to let it out. The, open it up. <laughs> I certainly hope so. That's fantastic. It'll take a lot of work, but with everyone's help, we'll make it a reality. That's a promise. And the cosplay prom is also available, or you can see it on Facebook as well. Yeah, That's we have correct. an event page on Facebook. Okay. You can just search cosplay prom, and hopefully, it should pop up. It pops up for me, but that could be because. I do so much involving it. Um, but yeah, you can just go in the search bar and pop up Cosplay Prom and it should come up. And if it says Cosplay Celebration, you know you're in the right one. There you go. Saturday the 8th. Yep, at, the 8th. Starting at 7.30 in the uh, Mustang Community Center. Yep. And uh, you can just go in the front and if you get lost. I'm hoping to have balloons leading the way. That's my goal. <laughs> it's like when you go towards the center itself, it'll, it'll be on the left section of the building. Yeah. There you okay. Go. Finally, uh, Sandy, where can people reach you as far as individually, as far as Twitter, Facebook? Um, well, for the for the company, we have a Facebook page. You're welcome to message us. Mm -hmm. We also have an Instagram for Cosplay Celebration and our website. Um, you can always contact me individually uh, for business matters at secretary at cosplaycelebration.org. And that's my direct email. And uh, on a personal level, you can also contact me at my Facebook page, which is Honor Leachy. And the link to that is www.facebook.com slash Honor one There's a one there. <laughs> Someone decided to take Honor Leachy. I don't know who it was, but I was a little ticked about it. And, yeah, um, so. <laughs> kind of an awkward one. <laughs> it is. And then um, you can also contact me on my Instagram, which is at Honor Leachy. Spell that. Spell it for me. Uh, H O N O R and well, then L Y C H E E, just like it sounds. Yep, good deal. And for me, it would just be director at cosplaycelebration dot com. I mean dot org. <laughs> <laughs> Don't and put dot com. It doesn't sure. work. Do you guys have uh, tw uh, Twitter uh, for either? Of we those? just recently started a Twitter, but it's still new. Well, but no what's actually. the address? That way we can get it. We can send people to it. Is it like cosplay celebration at cosplay? It's like C two cosplay celeb. Like C2 underscore cosplay celeb since you only have so many characters. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Good deal. Fantastic. Well, yeah, thank you guys C2 so much for No, thank you guys for having us. We really appreciate it. It was really exciting that people are taking notice of our event. Yes. It's really humbling. I am very excited to go next week. Yeah, I hope to see you guys. Uh, certainly both of you. Uh, and yeah, we're okay. We're back. Super and, professional. And, <laughs> <laughs> and we're back. Thanks for that, Josh. <laughs> Josh is with us now. He just appeared all of a sudden. I just appeared to the, piss in your Cheerios, the, the Michael. Magic, Hi, how are you? The magic of editing. And we are joined by Apple Angel. Apple is a burlesque dancer. And you just recently had a show. And so first off, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. We're kind of going halfway through this because we had another guest just a while ago. Well, so that's right. why it's, it's weird. Is know. that why the seat's warm? Yes, yes. it is. Okay, good. <laughs> Phantom butt cheeks. Tell yes. them thank you. Her name's Sandy. The Phantom Butt Cheeks? Yes. yes. They're collectively team. named Sandy? <laughs> well, no, Sandy was there, and then Ken was on the other side. Oh, we she are not actually haunted by Butt she Cheeks. Was, she wasn't actually like, yes. Yeah. Okay. Not this no. went south really fast. Yeah. yeah. We can do that. Yeah. Does. We're talking about Butt Cheeks. Anyway, Apple, tell yes. us about the event you just had. Um, well, actually, I was a special guest down in Fort Worth with the Creme de la Creme burlesque show. And it was at the Live Oak, which was a fantastic venue. And uh, it was a blues show, and it was a lot of fun. And there were some amazing performers from um, Shreveport. No, that's not right. Lafayette. And uh, the Dallas area that I had, cool. I had a lot of fun with. Was there, was there a theme, or was it just 
people were invited and they could do whatever. Um, it, it was show. blues. It was blues and oh, bombshells. Blues. Yeah. You, I thought you just said blue, which, <laughs> oh. <laughs> which I no. realize sort of should be like square one for burlesque, but I thought it was like, but no, there's more. No. I misheard. Blues <laughs> and bombshells. Blues and bombshells. Mm. Yes. Very good. Yeah. How many really bombshells were there? Um, in the show, there were five. So there were five. Zero literal plus, bombshells. Plus, oh. plus the host, <laughs> plus the stagekin. <laughs> so all of us. So many bombshells. That's cool. Yeah. So what um, what was your your part of that performance? Um, I did um, a Keb Moe's version of Folsom Prison Blues. I performed to oh. it. And then I did a uh, bluesy version of a song from Lake Street Dive. Lake Street Dive. I don't think I know that one. I don't think I know that um, one. They're one of my favorite bands. They're actually touring right now. They do some really cool venues. I'm just typing it um, into my Amazon Music app so I don't they're, forget. Uh, they're pretty. I mean, they're pretty popular. They they're poppy kind of sound, but I, they're singer songwriters. But they have a lot of really well, they're good things to dance to. <laughs> <laughs> and I I enjoyed it. It's uh, the song that I performed too is a song called "Got Me Fooled." So it sounded kind of bluesy and kind of attitudey. So mm, I liked yeah. it and I thought it went well with the with the theme. Very cool. It That's was a little great. out of my wheelhouse because um, predominantly my performances are more um, cheeky. And they have a more cute, or well, not really cute, actually. Um, I'm. It's more of a wink and a smile. Yeah, yeah. And these were a little more moody. Very smoky. So it was a little, it was actually super different for me. How long did you have to work to prepare for that particular show? They booked me a few months ago, and I basically started that. Right away? Yeah. And was it longer since it was, like, was it more of a run-up for you since it was a little outside of your wheelhouse? Absolutely. It took me a while to figure out. I, I I knew I wanted to try to find a good version, a slower version of Folsom Prison Blues because that's not a slow song. Right. <laughs> not really for as yeah. slow for as slow as uh, Johnny Cash, Johnny Cash yeah. sings. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Most of the most of the the bass lines pretty pretty driving. Yeah. yeah. So I found a really nice. I guess that was Keb Mo, and it's nice and slow. It's really cool. It's very sultry, and uh, that one actually came together quick. As far as the choreography, um, I thought that the Lake Street Dive number would be faster because it's something I knew, and it did not. Interesting. <laughs> it was harder. So tell me what you uh, tell us. Tell us what you mean by <laughs> wink and a smile. What would we normally expect from the Apple Angel show? Yeah. Um, I do a lot of character-driven pieces, so um, or what um, is called nerdlesque. In the burlesque Ooh, world, I love that word. Yeah, so oh, it's yeah. it's driven by pop culture. So uh -huh. I do I do a number that's Pinkie Pie from My Little Pony. I am uh, slightly <laughs> uncomfortable with this conceptually, but also kind of into it. Yeah, <laughs> welcome, welcome to my world. Um, my first act, I did a Mister Rogers act. I'm I'm gonna destroy your childhood. I'll just, I'll just walk. Nope. destroyed. Yeah. Nope. Super fine with that. I saw I saw Phantom Menace. I'm good. I, 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 my, Our childhood my childhood's are ruined. Gone. Do it again. Okay. All right. Fine. Never mind. Burlesque uh, Phantom Menace. You just ruined all her fun. Um, I do an act that is a mashup of Star Trek and The Big Bang Theory. I love. Star oh really? Trek. Yeah. Like what? Like how? Um, it's actually and it's also an '80s mashup as well because it's to a song from Flashdance. <laughs> Maniac? Uh, no, it's He's a Dream. Okay. And I perform, um, I start in the soft kitty one, like hoodie, and some Big Bang Theory pajama pants. It's not sexy, 
but it's not supposed to be in the beginning. And I have a stand-up of Sheldon. <laughs> and so this whole act is me trying to get the attention of this stand-up. And me, I, me, I feel like that's remarkably what it would be like. <laughs> yes, yeah. exactly. And and so it's it's me. And then as I peel off the layers, it's it's a Star Trek mini tank top dress. So it's this tiny dress. And then my final reveal um, in my pa- my pasties are like communicators. <laughs> <laughs> that's wonderful. Speak into the mic. <laughs> exactly. Uh, that's yeah. Yeah, so it's yeah. it's really fun, and for me, there's <laughs> in stereo. There's a yeah. little of a, a a deeper giggle for that because a friend of mine in Dallas actually went to college with um, the guy who plays Sheldon. <laughs> really? Yeah, that's fantastic. Uh, I, I I have no idea what to add to that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I feel you because I've been to I I had the accidental. I stumbled into a Nerdlesque show mm-hmm. just about a year ago um, at one of the the speculative fiction conferences that I went to, and I was like looking at the, yeah, I better go to this this panel, and I got up here. I do this panel's mine, and I'm moderating this thing, planning out my mm-hmm. thing, and I was like, oh, you don't say, fantastic, <laughs> and yeah. then it's just you know, uh, eventually half naked women in Boba Fett helmets, yeah. yeah. And uh, yeah. and Harley Quinn outfits. And Did you send like us that. pictures so of that? So Probably. I'm <laughs> interested. Mm-hmm. How do you how did you start out in this type of stuff? Like, how, where do you would you even begin? I how does to. one begin? Nikki is interested in how one <laughs> becomes a nerdlesque dancer. <laughs> um, I may be. Sir. I know. I'm with it's you. It's fantastic. I mean, I'm not going to. I'm saying. I imagine it's it's surprisingly empowering. It is. It's wonderful. It's it's so much fun. I've been doing this for seven years, and it absolutely changed my world. And I cannot imagine not continuing to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, I went to a show in Indianapolis uh, that a friend of mine invited me to, and my background in, ra- in radio. I'm looking at radio stuff. <laughs> yes. um, my background in, with burlesque was knowing about Dita Von Teese, and she's. I mean, her costumes are incredibly over the top, and she's perfect. I mean, her figure is perfect, and her makeup is perfect, and her hair is perfect. And so for me, I thought burlesque dancers all had to be aesthetically perfect, mm-hmm. you know, society's version of perfect. So I went to the show in Indianapolis, and it was everyone. It was all genders, all races, all body types, and it was fantastic, and the crowd was going crazy for these people. And it was infectious. And so I came home and I took a few classes that taught me some, some basics. And then I, I realized that I, I have some background in, in dance and in theater. And I decided to just jump in and go for it. Mm-hmm. And I started a troupe here. And we are right now on hiatus. And so it's a TNT burlesque and variety troupe. And TNT stands for Tempt and Tease. And it's just of course it does. exactly, <laughs> and it's just it's been amazing. And like I said, I, I don't I cannot imagine not doing it. Um, I go to an event in November called BurleyCon, which is a burlesque conference that is te- it's classes and workshops. Yeah, that's not for the public, right? So we should not be looking for. Well, I mean, if you actually have a genuine interest in burlesque and learning things, it's not mm-hmm. shows. Right. It's not the that's one. that's more what yeah. I mean. Yeah. Right. Um, but if you want to learn, you don't have to be a burlesque performer to go. 
It's where's it at? It's in Seattle. <laughs> it's, See, there we go. We're you hear the pin scratching on the <laughs> paper. And it's and in November in Seattle, and it's it's fantastic. This will be, I believe, my sixth year to go, and then now in June. Now this one's the the one that everybody wants to go to because it is the big shows. It's four nights in Las Vegas. It's usually the first weekend in June. It's the Burlesque Hall of Fame Weekender. Oh, wow. And it is our Oscars. Mm -hmm. We all get dressed up every night, and we have a huge show every night, and then we have a huge after party every night. Sounds exhausting. And there's thousands of us. (laughs) Introverts. It's so much fun. Oh, my gosh. It's so much fun. And you leave there, and you're beyond inspired, and you come home, and you're just like, when's my next show? And what am I going to work on? And when's my next act? And you just, it's an overload of just happy. So as far as costumes, because I, I like my costumes, yes. uh, do you get those made? Do you make them yourself? Do you I have no sewing skills whatsoever, <laughs> but I have amazing people who make things for me. Mm-hmm. I know that in, because I also do cosplay, mm-hmm. um, I know that in this world and sometimes in burlesque world, you will get the side eye if mm-hmm. you don't make things. Yeah. Well, guess what? I don't make things, but... There are people who make things. And there's, wait a minute. Right. There's, I, there, I don't and have any skills either. I would more rather than, that's why I pay yeah. for, I don't know, I don't. Well, somebody wants a paycheck. Yes. Yeah. yeah. I, so I'm a great a human being. Creator. That's right. Yes. Job creator. Well, An I, economy unto yourself. Exactly. Oh, try, I, I am. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I imagine with it being burlesque and everything that these costumes have to be constructed differently because you're taking them off. And so they yep. can't be something that will halt. Right. Can you unzip me? You know? <laughs> I, have, I have actually had that happen. <laughs> I had a dress that sometimes the zipper was golden. It came off nice and simply. And other nights it just was like ha is, no I'm, I'm always curious it's like is vel a lot of velcro no. involved velcro makes a lot of noise mm. oh. so it's snap tape okay um snap tape's a big deal the newest thing which is really cool is it revolutionary magnets <gasps> oh, oh sure genius yes yeah. which is really cool it's really neat. i like that yeah that's science happening yeah the last that. thing i want is to actually be ripping something well, on because you could like basically yeah. what velcro sounds yeah. like yeah my, my sewing brain's going i'm like they use a lot of metal boning for corsets and that would yeah. work fantastically with yeah. corsets is to mm-hmm. use magnets who why yeah. hasn't anyone well, thought now, of that before? now people love the the strings and pulling on the strings during the act when you're taking off a corset so that will always be there yeah It'll always be. <laughs> <laughs> I could see the strings actually being only for that. That's right. Yeah. It's actually held together. You know, like, these are for show. Well, that's right. Now it doesn't fall off. These are pretend. Science. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's lots of really neat tricks. And, and I, for, for the first few years I went to BarleyCon, I took some, some costume idea classes. Mm-hmm. And then I remembered I don't sew. And uh, I went home with a notebook full of ideas going, wow, this is. There's no way I can. <laughs> <laughs> the don't learning curve is too steep. <laughs> don't yeah, I, I don't sew buttons on. So what that's am I doing? All I could do is sew buttons. That's that's pretty much all I can do. No, I'm, I can because I used to be a dresser for for lyric theater, and so oh, that's cool. that's oh, all they yeah. had to do was, was that and hooks and you know, hooks and eyes and yeah. you know, that's all I can do. I the can't petty do things oh, here, yeah. Michael. Have the petty yes, things. Yes, because I, I was I was a quick change. <laughs> Nikki's judging do. you. I know, but that's what I could do. I, I was, was I was a seamstress in my past life. I was I was I could do quick change type stuff. That was what I was really there for was to help with that. That's right what I on. But yeah, I couldn't sew or anything. So whenever anything needed to be fixed, like oh, is it a button? Give it to Michael. <laughs> <laughs> Hook and I, Michael. Yeah, I'm, I'm I, smiling yeah. because I know um, Jeffrey. 
Cover art lyric. Yes. 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 <laughs> and this was, oh, this was a long time ago. This was like, like 95, 90, 95, 98. It was so much fun. Yeah. I love being backstage for that kind of stuff. Oh, theater. Yeah. Theater's no, theater amazing. Awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, and that's what yeah. this is. It is theater. Yeah. And you become this crazy family. And it's like a, the show I did last week. I've, I've worked with all but one of the girls in the show. Mm -hmm. And she was the one from Louisiana. And she was just an absolute doll. And she'll be at BurleyCon. So I'm super excited to get to see her again really soon. So I'll see her in November. That's awesome. That's awesome. It's just got to be a small community. No. There's a <laughs> no. ridiculous amount no, I mean, of us. No, a small community as in... As in, as in you, you kind of know we know. Oh, all totally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We're very, yeah. very much. We become family really quick. Um, you've you've got a very serious, you know, common interest to yeah. that. Yeah. That's yeah. you know that just takes up a large amount of your time and your brain mm -hmm. power and all that stuff. Like, mm -hmm. yeah, I could see the the bonding would be. That's it. You're in. <laughs> I see yeah, the yeah, thing, yeah. and you're in. Yeah. You know, you yeah, you've already of. put the time in. You're in. You know, yeah, kind of. Yeah. Sometimes. No Is cred check. That's right. <laughs> yes. Look, you've got the outfit. Dance something. Okay, cred sure check. There's personality sometimes. issues. <laughs> What's there is there a story is. attached to that sometimes? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> oh. Well, she now there is. So everybody <laughs> just everybody just stare pointedly until That's she right. tells us the story. Apple tells well, us the story. Well, there was this one girl and she told <laughs> You don't have to name any names. <laughs> no, um, no, we there, don't there know are just them. Uh, there are just times that you work with people and like she was saying, personalities just don't sure, always yeah. mesh. And um, then there are times that you'll work with people that it'll start really great. And then something will change in their personal life. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden their business life, their attitude mm -hmm. changes. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's Egos. interesting. Like real life. That too. It's annoying yeah. like real life. People will get, all of a sudden they'll get a few, uh, you know, they'll go to festivals and get a few awards under their belt or things like that. And a lot of times awards... I, I don't do festivals because I'm obscenely competitive <laughs> and I just know that it's a bad It's unhealthy. Thing. It's, it's unhealthy. Keep, yeah. Let's yeah. just keep it's that at arm's like a bad thing for it, me. It's going to be like a drug and then, yeah. then you'll yeah. just be a junkie after that. I just, I want to have fun and do my shows and, Good for and you. I mean, it's, Good it's for a fun you. job, but it's a, it's a job at the end of the day and I want to focus on my gigs. I've got a really great one um, next month. Not Well, yes, it's October. Um, <laughs> next month. No, this month. In well, October? no, it's, it's, in it, it's in November. Okay, it it's is in November, November yes. Um, in Seattle, and I'm prepping for it already. And uh, Oh, you'll be doing it while you're there for the for the con. Yeah. But yeah. not attached to the con. Right. No, it's it's a separate it's a separate thing. It's actually what? the last day and it's it's an act that I absolutely love. And I'm doing a few costume upgrades and I'm really excited. Can we hear about them? Um, or is it super secret until no, you No, no, it's actually not. Um I've got I've got a um I'm going to do a double glove reveal. What does that mean? You don't say. I did. Um, <laughs> um, I'm just figuring it means what it says it means. Yeah, I have yeah. two, two, two gloves. gloves on. Yeah. Uh -huh. So I will take one glove off and I'll have another glove underneath that will look completely different. Oh. Yeah. Is there, hmm, I don't know how to ask this question. Okay. Is there a bit of quick, like quick change where like different costumes appear? You know, Sometimes. Do people do that? I, um, I did that in one show where my dress started out short and then... It, it like ended up, it, or yeah, whatever. And it had snaps at the at the shoulders, and ended up being long. I, I love that stuff. I love. The it's quick really hard stuff. to do. I know. <laughs> it, it, de it definitely looks like it's a talent skill. Yeah. Something you have to constantly practice. But it, it happened once. When when, <laughs> like anytime I see it, I'm just mind blown. Like yeah, like how do they even? I don't even. So how soon between even getting started? 
uh, or how soon after getting started? Because you said that was only was about seven years ago and you mm-hmm. just took a couple of classes and then you were like, that's it, I'm doing the thing. Yeah. So how soon before your uh, nerd proclivities entered your acts? Almost oh, immediately or did I've, it take you a minute to integrate those? God, I know that my first act was Mr. Rogers. There you go. So okay. it was day one. Yeah. I, I'm... I was an, I was a nerd and a geek long before I was anything else. I bet it was a wonderful day in that neighborhood. Thing. It was, it absolutely was. Um, the guy who edited my music actually pulled um, from when Dana Carvey did his Mister Rogers impersonations. Oh yeah. So my music sounds really inappropriate. <laughs> That's excellent. Yes. Yeah. As I mean, there's a, there's a line in yes. it that says, "I want to go all the way around the neighborhood tonight." <laughs> And it was a wonderful day See? in the neighborhood. Just put a magnet at either end of Fred Rogers' coffin and light the eastern seaboard as he spins. I think he would have enjoyed it. <laughs> he was a very accepting man. Exactly. It's art. I don't, I don't <sighs> doubt it. It's art. It's art. I, yeah. Sure. I'm, no, that's, that, this is a, a worthwhile world. shield. Just, it's art. There I'm fine go. with it. Exactly. I always think only the, you guys might not get the meme but there's just, there's a because we're not the cool kids. Yeah, you guys have seen the <laughs> Iron Giant, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yes, I have sobbed okay, my okay, eyes you know out at the, the Iron part, Giant. Thank you, you very much. You know the part where the Iron Giant's like eating the cars, and he's like, "Now you can eat the junk, but you can't eat the art. What you currently have in your mouth is art." Uh. And then there's and that's like the meme is like it's art. Fair enough. Yeah. So that's what always pops in my head whenever you say it's art. It's, it's art. <laughs> well, so why? You said you do also do cosplay. Mm-hmm. What kind of cosplay do you do? Um, I do. <laughs> burlesque I versions you as of a characters. I do not do burlesque. Um, I, I really. No, I'm really, sorry. That was my lazy infielder answer. Well, no, but I'm saying there, there, as you all probably know, there's that whole burlesque cosplay thing, mm-hmm. and burlesque is not a fashion. It's not a fashion style, so that really irks me when I go because I've I've been to cons where they're gathering girls together I know and they're exactly dressed in what you're talking d- about. dress in your fabulous frilly cosplay. Do it. I don't care. I love. I mean, obviously, I love people who want to wear whatever they want. It's not burlesque. Burlesque is not a fashion style. Mm-hmm. Call it something else. Okay, so I have an analogy for this. Okay. All right. Sushi. Okay. People think sushi is the fish. Sushi is the rice. On yeah. the fish. Yeah. I thought it was the way you fixed it. No, it's like the, it was the ri- way it was the, wrapped and all. No, no, no. Oh, okay. Sushi rice makes it s- oh, okay. sushi. But okay. just because you have a piece of fish doesn't make it sushi. Just raw fish. Just raw fish. Just because it's in a burlesque style. Because like burlesque is more of a it's, it's performance. The performance. Yeah. yeah. It's yes. not, it's, it's the rice. It's not the fish. There we go. Okay. Welcome to your pedantry half hour. That's right. <laughs> so, yes. In my brain, that's how I'm separating the <laughs> but, two, but, and there's nothing you okay. can do right. about it. But cosplay. My cosplay. Yeah. Um, I do do a Poison Ivy. Mm-hmm. I was going to say, um, I see you as a Poison I do ivy. Zatanna. Oh, love it. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm pro fishnets. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> um, I haven't debuted this yet, but I do Super Sonico. I don't know who that is. She's, know she's anime. Okay. I do. I do. Falling down on your job, Nikki. What? What anime? Super Sonico. Is that the, what? That's the, what it's called. She's is so, it new? She's cute. Is it new? New? Um, kind of. Because I'm about she's three a, years behind. She's adorable. She's got pink hair and she sings. That yeah, I was cool. not an anime I would watch. It's fantastic. I, I like. Gundams. Were you? You were, you were just at this recent? The what was just recently? 
The one we were at. The one which will not be named. Yes. That Economicon. One. No, we, I just <laughs> said not to name it. Um, I was. I okay, went, I so was only you're not allowed to, to go on any Lovecraftian adventures <laughs> with me. I nope. was I was only able to go on Sunday, and I did not cosplay. Okay. Um, yeah. So I do that, and I do... Um, my favorite one is a Lady Joker. <gasps> oh, wow. Love. Yeah, which I also have um, a cross-play Harley, which we call Charlie Quinn. Charlie Quinn. I love it. I love... Uh, the gender bend. I love gender yeah. bending mm -hmm. cosplays. I think that's fantastic. And not not necessarily s like sexy versions, but when they actually put the effort into going, if this character were female, how would they dress? Well, it's I think pretty sexy. Good. Sorry, kid. No, um. well, no, no. Joker would Joker, yeah. would, Joker be just, would be Joker's Joker daughter. Would, Joker would, they would have a whole that. character for that. You know. But it's a fantastic, yeah. like, <laughs> I've seen Joker's daughter. Yeah. little shorts. Outfit. You can send me pictures if you want. I can. <laughs> it's pretty fantastic. I, I I love her a lot. She's she's fantastic. I also do a uh, noir version of Rogue, so oh, it's like a 1940s version. I love that. Which I really had fun with. Um, I love else? anything noir though. Yeah, that's just a lovely. Era. That was fun. I wore well, a hat and. And when you were mentioning the bombshells, I was thinking about this, the new DC. Uh, I saw a lot of those at the show that shall bombshell. not be yeah. named. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like the Wonder Woman and it's kind of, it's a 40s look mm -hmm. of, of. I'm actually working characters. on um, Hot Girl. Hot Girl. Oh. Bombshells. The hot. Bombshells Hot Girl? Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. With the jetpack. Oh, very cool. Yes, yeah. that's excellent. But it, but it will not be debuted until it's absolutely perfect and it looks exactly like it's supposed to. Mm -hmm. So it's going to take a while. Yeah, I'm that wouldn't be tough. You've got a little extra accoutrement. I, I saw wanna, several Batgirls, like a bombshell Batgirls, yeah. which is, you know, on the spectrum, hot, hot girl with the jetpack is a little over here and Batgirl is a little simpler. I, wanna, I mean, they look great. Like they really put the time yeah. in, but I mean, it's just. I want to do a bombshell rocketeer. That'd be now good. That you oh, that'd be awesome. That's what the movie, that's what the reboot movie is going to be. Bombs. Is it really? Rock Why, I, mean, I think so. I think it'd be fantastic. I, especially with the mask yeah. and everything. Super cool. Rock there you mesh. go. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. <laughs> You're what? Don't say curse words. I, yeah. I, I almost. Family. I stopped This is it. the family-friendly show about burlesque. Thank you very much. Hey, my 14-year-old my, my at the time son named my burlesque troupe, so... <laughs> Oh, nope, that's about the right moment. Cheers to I feel like that's that's exactly the right. I need a fourteen year old to name this burlesque group. <laughs> well, you know, he grew up in my house. And right, right. We're, we're a very open family, and so it he, yes, what a big deal. I, I'm going to politely request just plant a seed, and if it ever actually happens, just let me know so I can come. I really want to come to the to the uh, Sailor Moon themed burlesque <laughs> show, please. I think that would be wonderful. Um. Gosh, I'm trying to think. I'll be Sailor I, Mercury. I actually think some friends of mine in Vancouver recently did a show that was Sailor Moon. Oh, I, 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 I would really like to see that. <laughs> I, I will. I will find out because I'm. I'm fairly positive they did. I'll. I will look because I think. I think Pandora and the Locksmiths did. Oh, I love that name. I'm into that. My friends are brilliant. So oh I, God. I'm especially thinking I saw like a figure skater doing a, a Sailor Moon figure skating routine yes. where oh. with the transformation, like, nice. like the, the gloves got were, it was the, the kind of, uh, yeah, they got it. longer so that, and, and, and the skirt turned inside out and became the different skirt and all this stuff or something. I forget it was exactly. The, it was, it was complicated. Unit. It was the right. school uniform, and then like, it, maybe it the was skirt all, just was, came off. No, no, no. Cause like they have the little rolly thing and then it rolled down. 
Yeah, that's what nice. I mean. And I don't know. I don't have any of the like, nomenclature. It was cool. But it was cool. cool. And I can find cool. it again. Because I was uh, super that's impressed like, as a costume. Yeah, like with the, the, I, I, I would like, pay for, I would pay for that show. There you go. Well, all right. I would assist in that show by being your uh, announcer in a tuxedo announcer. and a mask. Announcer host. Also known as a tuxedo <gasps> mask. Tuxedo mask MC. Oh. But, uh, <laughs> I think that would work. And you got on to me for my Mr. Right. There you you said TNT Burlesque is, is on hiatus. Is yes. it planning to come back? What's going on with that? Um, I am looking for a new venue. Where, okay. Yeah, I don't think I've... Right. <laughs> we may have some suggestions. Well, already. Off air. I'm sure there's, yeah. I figure we can, yeah, we yeah. can probably. So I'm, I'm What do you need in a, what do you need in a venue? Um, uh, yes, listeners, pay attention. <laughs> um, I'm, I need somewhere that has a good stage. Mm-hmm. Um, a decent backstage mm-hmm. because there are like seven of us. And yeah, and a couple of costumes each and yeah. stuff like, yeah, 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 that yeah, yeah, robust backstage area. Yeah, that's, I mean, we prefer some lighting. Decent sound system. Yeah, decent sound system. Yeah. Um, I'll keep my eye out for you. Because I mean, there's theaters out there that you could, yeah. My used to a place that has a bar, um, mm-hmm. maybe some nosh would be nifty, but, you know, that's not necessary, mostly a bar. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I'm just trying to think if that's because I'm sure there's got to be places around here. Mm. It's just a matter of I it's I have a couple. Well, but I have a couple. But, but do you remember that this is burlesque and a lot of places are not oh, sure. too fond or or truly understand what it is. Yeah. So I still got at least a couple. All right. <laughs> yeah. I'm here for you. All right. Well, Very all right. Good. And have you ever done anything like at a, at, at like a convention of any kind? Um, or have you ever thought about doing something at I have I have thought about it, actually, but no, I have not uh, thus far. Does, does Super Bitcoin need a burlesque show or what? Unfortunately, Super Bitcoin is pretty pro, uh, committed to being family friendly. Okay, well, no, that's Plus, fair. they shut down at like 7. So. Oh, See, that's, that's true. Why, I forgot that's that That's why I think that, because, I mean, you could do it after hours. When I went to... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But after party, maybe. Right. right. Yeah, I know, I know a lot of like, right. events and conventions do like what they call room parties and like right. big suites and they would have performances. SoonerCon had a burlesque show when I went there about, mm, I'm, I was going to say, say it must 10, be 10 years, years ago. ago. 10 to 12 years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was, it was, it was an after hours. It was, yeah. you know, Saturday at yeah. seven, send the kids home. And mm-hmm. we have and, like two anime and, cons coming up, like yeah. in the next three or four months. Yeah. And I, you know, you've, you have one ready to go. That's, All right. I mean, anyway, anyway, just we're just spitballing. Quick yeah. question: You said you you mentioned mm-hmm. that a lot of people don't really understand what burlesque is exactly. Mm-hmm. So, yes. in order to clarify, and no oh, yeah. confusion the for anybody, the stuff we should have done at the beginning yes, of the show. Yes. So, because because I mean, a lot of people I know I know personally think it's stripping. It's yes. like just uh, just like going to the strip club. So, well, okay. oh, it's like improv. Yes, and yes, and right. but, yes, but, and. Yes. Okay, it, as a burlesque dancer. at its essence, it is stripping. So let's just get that out there before anyone pretends that it's it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, that it it is what it is. Um, it is not like a strip club because there is a fourth wall. Okay, you are on stage. The audience is in the audience. Mm-hmm. They stay over there. You stay over here. So there's no interaction. Contact. It's a show. Mm-hmm. It's a mm-hmm. show. It's it's like a, it's a theater performance. So you're on your side of the wall, and they're on theirs. Um, whereas I know, a lot, see, the thing is, I know a lot of strip club dancers, so it's, they put a lot of work into their acts, but where burlesque, at least what I do is different, is that, um, 
my costuming is more elaborate. Um, and at the end of my act, whereas at the strip club predominantly, they're not really wearing anything right. on top. Mm -hmm. And we have pasties, which are colored, pretty covers. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to say this on a family-friendly show. Um, <laughs> I think that I think that pretty much fits. I got it. And, and, and you're doing well. Keep like all of all of <laughs> all of my mine are like to each costume. So it's their rhinestones or their pearls or their whatever. And, yeah. And so whereas at a strip club, it's usually just latex paint. Yes. I believe. Mm -hmm. So it's 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 more of a a theater style show. Right. Yeah. So no, it's it's it is more clothes are coming off. Yeah, well, it's, it's but more in of a, a performance much more art. elaborate performing. Yes, way. Yeah. it's it's more of a performance art. It's theater just because there's the removal of clothing does yes. not 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 make it theater. That it was a lot still of a performance. Yeah, yes. I, I'm not sure I followed that. Right, it is Do it still again. a performance. It does not. I'm not just trolling make it Michael. Theater. I know, <laughs> but I like his point. Yes. <laughs> no, I concur with the point. Right. And, Don't and allow my trolling to screw up the point. <laughs> I, I just, I, a lot of people forget it because you're right. I think the strip club and also the strip club is a little, the, oh. what they're performing is, is a little different. The, what okay. they're trying to, to sell is, is, is right. a little different. Yeah. I mean, um, at, at my show, um, at least with my performances at my at TNT shows, and there are other troops in mm -hmm. the city that do different styles and different shows. You don't tip my performers. Right, there's a door. There's a yeah. There's, you yeah. you pay for a ticket like you go to a regular show, like you you know, at Lyric or mm -hmm. any other theater group, and that's it. You're not gonna tip us, you're not gonna come up to the stage, it's it's nothing like that. So you're right. you're able to just relax and have a good time. Now the host may interact with you. Mm -hmm. The host will interact with you. I'm usually the host. Um, <laughs> And so <laughs> I imagine that takes a lot of pressure off the performers too because right. they're because they're not yeah. having to more feel like their performance is going to equal more income. Yeah. Yeah, you know what you're making at the end of the night and it's you're able to just focus on your art. Yeah. yeah. And I think it would also take a little bit of pressure off of the patrons Absolutely. as well. Uh, I you know, I, they know what they're getting into and yeah. they go there. I I think because it is an art form, uh, I you know, I would be much more comfortable with going to a burlesque than say a strip club. Yeah. Yeah, because you know, it, well, we it's a form of art. Date nights and mm -hmm. and women coming in big groups right. and parties and things like that and and nobody was ever I mean, every now and then you would have like that one person who really, her friends didn't tell her at all what she was going to do. And they always ended up putting her like near the front. Well, and of course they did. Yeah. It's a practical joke. And yeah, except it's terrible as a performer. Because that's the girl who's like right in your face and you're like, hi, you're having a terrible evening, aren't you? But, but Fantastic. I, if I were going to do that, I would try yeah. really hard to talk to the, to the MC. And, and then it's like, a blast. And be like, listen. Yeah. Yeah. I would like your assistance in mortifying my <laughs> yes. See, now when we're part of the joke, yeah. it's fantastic because I'm really good at giving face. As you said, <laughs> I'm usually the one that interacts and what I yeah. heard was, I'm usually the one who screws with the audience. Like, Yeah. yeah. Well, and, and the thing from, for me with TNT is we've been around for so long mm -hmm. that most of my audience, I know everybody. Mm -hmm. Oh, so yeah. So it's, you know, it's people who have been in my shows forever and I'm just like, oh, hey, this is so-and-so and this is so-and-so and they're going to be sitting over there. Why? Because I put them there because I know where they go. <laughs> That's where they belong. That's their seat. This is, the, they like this side of the stage and and so I am I know these people mm -hmm. and so it, it is really fun and when you have birthdays, you do something for the birthday and you just want people to leave there feeling amazing 
and that they had a great time and remembering what they what they got into and feeling maybe just a little naughty. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fun. But hopefully maybe a little bit more comfortable with things that, like the... That the, too. Per, the, a human body. Yeah. There's, I'm pro. Oh, you're, I'm also you're about to get me on a naughty. rant. You're, okay. One All of right. the major things that gets me about America <laughs> yes, is ma'am. that we are so... I mean, we, we sex cells and everything is such a predominant thing, yet we are such a prude when it comes to sex. Mm-hmm. And yes. if we could... Like, if you go to Europe, it's nothing to see a topless ad. No. And and you just walk by it and no one cares. It's when yeah. you make it such a hush-hush yeah. issue and make it your sexuality such a hush-hush issue mm-hmm. that that's when you have... We were have founded pro- by Puritans. That's yeah. why. Th- that's <laughs> when it becomes a problem. So, like, I mean, burlesque shows, especially, I mean, if you yeah. can come out of it feeling yeah. more open and more willing yeah. to talk about these things, that's that's just better for society yeah. in general. I love All it. All right, I'm done. No, that's, <laughs> no it's fantastic. It's, I love when Nikki people... Nikki got on a soapbox. <laughs> I'm very impressed. <laughs> it doesn't I'm happen often. No, I love but... I love when, when people come up to me after the show and they tell me how, you know, how it's, it's so great to see a show full of diverse body types. Mm-hmm. And my troupe is full of, it's, it's male and it's female. There's female impersonation. It's all body styles and body types. I've got different races. I want that mm-hmm. because what I like, it's not going to be what you like. Well, mm-hmm. it might be, but it might not be. And that's just not cool. Why would I do a show of everything I like? That's yeah. so boring. But there are everybody. producers well, out there that do it. Yeah. yeah. And that's maybe really one. <laughs> like, I mean, that if this were somehow the theme, like, welcome to the show that I would want to see if I were you. <laughs> so if you hate it, tough well that you know what that's a theme <laughs> go, go for that sell it like that but when you when you're producing a generalized show i that's the difference right there i think is uh uh the idea of this is the stuff that i like yeah and and go into the deep cuts of what i like versus this is the uh this is the the, the two white two pieces of white bread trying to be a sandwich show <laughs> there's another thing there we go that's right yeah <laughs> No. Yeah, but I could make that thing super dirty. <laughs> I know. That's why I was already over. I think yeah, you, you, I was going I'm going to tell you right now, you need to look into some New York City burlesque because I think you would think it was fantastic <laughs> because you seem like you're kind of weird. He, he, I don't know what to do with this suggestion yeah. other than to take it. <laughs> that, That's that right. Was, you'll take it. Good suggestion there. Uh, Apple, where can people hey, uh, find you? Hey, Why wait, you? hold on. Nick, eighth grade Nikki came back. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Nikki stepped down off the soapbox and turned back into an eighth grader. Thank God. It was getting weird uh, in here. I was almost a grown up for like five minutes. She was, was so mature and it was weirding me out. Right back. <laughs> right back. You won't to see it again for jokes. another Thanks. year. That's right. <laughs> oh my and, and I'm done. In scene. And in scene. I'm Nikki Robinson. I'll see you. <laughs> <laughs> so Apple, where can people find you like on the web as far as uh, your 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 group, your troop? If I'm hoping you guys get a venue soon, but tell I, us about I am that. as well. Um I am on all of the social medias. <laughs> yeah, good for I'm you. Uh, it's Apple in Angel on Instagram and Twitter. I can be found on Facebook. I'm everywhere, honestly. <laughs> um, and my website is Apple in Angel. And I'm oh. just, yeah. Apple is A-P-P-L-E-N, this letter N, Angel. Angel, yes. A-N-G-E-L. And you said Twitter? Yeah, Apple in Angel. There you go. Yeah, try to 
Keep and if we are able to assist you in finding a venue, you will come back and tell us when you're about of to course. have a show. Excellent. Yes. And hey, if you've got a venue out there, give let them know. And is is that also the do you have a website for TNT? Uh not right now because we're on hiatus. Right. I didn't I didn't want people to, you know, try to contact but they can contact you through through your your social media and hopefully get you guys a venue and you'll come back and let us know when when you do that yeah that'd be fantastic excellent yeah and and if you're looking for weird you know nerdless solo artist i'm here (laughs) (laughs) is that also you where you can think people find about cost your cosplay work yeah as well yeah good deal yeah my website's full of all kinds of good stuff it's true i did my research (laughs) appleandangel.com yes fabulous We'll have to look at that. Up. Awesome. And I think that's going to do it for our show. We thank you so much for listening. And uh, you can check out our new website, okigeek.com. Also on Twitter and Facebook, at Podcast, And that's also our Gmail account. You can find us on SoundCloud, Stitcher, and iTunes. And Nikki, where can people find you on the World Wide Web? People can find me on the Facebook page and also at Retro Robinson on Twitter. And Josh. You can find me on Twitter at Joshua Unruh. Get on the Luke Cage live tweet uh, train now. Gotta see Luke Cage. I'm so excited about that. Uh, Devin couldn't be here, but you can find her at Wubba, W-V-V-A. And you can find me at K-O-S-U Michael C. Be sure and subscribe to the podcast. Also rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, I'm Michael Cross. I'm Joshua Unruh. I'm Nikki Robinson. Reminding you to keep calm and geek on. <laughs>